What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Uka J, and this is Talk That Talk. Okay, I just want to talk about today is um, insecurities. Um, One of my insecurities that I had from when I was, like, younger was me being, like, a tall person, just being, like, a tall girl. Like, I always thought girls are supposed to be, like, five foot to, like, five eight. I felt like that was, like, the perfect height for the girl. But I am actually six foot tall, and it took me so long, even now, even now while I'm in my 30s, like, it took me so long to get comfortable with being just like a tall girl, like above tall girl, because I am, the town that I'm living, like, I'm as tall as most men in this town, like, so it was so, like, just growing up alone was just so hard, like, you know, being around guys and you taller than them. You know, some guys that don't know how to handle all this greatness, you know, they feel insecure. They feel like they can't approach me or step to me because I'm so tall and stuff. But like, I've, as I've got older and like, excuse me, let me retract that. Like, I love being tall. I love being tall. From like, I feel like from when my height first started, like, being noticeable was probably like fourth grade like I noticed like okay I'm taller than like the average the average girl I'm taller than the average girl when I started feeling like okay now I'm about to like ashamed of it kind of was when I was in like high school when I was like 15 I used to tell even though I knew the whole time I was six foot I used to tell people like I'm 510 no, I'm 5'10", I swear, I'm 5'10", like, I'm 5'11 and a half. No, I started owning my shit. As soon as I got to college, I started owning my shit. I didn't give a fuck who was uncomfortable about my height. Till this day now, when I walk in, like, a club, or if I go out and I wear heels, and I love heels, I wear four-inch heels. I don't give a fuck who is around me, who, um, I don't care if that makes people uncomfortable, I don't give a fuck. Like, I just was having this conversation with this lady. She's like 5'11". She was like, oh, no, I don't I don't wear any heels more than two inches. Like, I already feel huge. What? I love that shit because I love when people stare at me. I love that shit. I take all that shit in. Yup. You wish you was this motherfucking height. Do you understand? My fucking body is 72 inches. That's fucking amazing. Like, I'm on Amazon. Like, I'm dope as fuck. Like, I don't care. (laughs) I have 72 inches of height. That is so dope. All these average-ass people, what, 60 inches. The little tiny people, 50 inches. Like, what? I I appreciate and I love everybody's shape and height and all that stuff. I think everybody is beautiful. I think just all that stuff I'm just so I'm just like a hippie like I think everybody is awesome I think everybody is beautiful I think every shape every height every color is just dope just own your shit even when you feeling insecure just own your shit like as soon as you start owning your shit the insecurity goes away like you feel way more confident and I was just so, I just was thinking about this because I seen like a movie on um, Netflix called Tall Girl, which I will be watching it because that movie is literally made about me. Like I was so, it's so crazy because I was so insecure of being tall 
because I was taller than every fucking body around me for so long. And once I started seeing a world, I'm not, there's girls that are way fucking taller than me and they are just as fucking dope. Like, oh my God, I just was like thinking about this shit. Like I am, my body is literally, the length of my body is literally 72 inches. Like, you know, I'm just like an Amazon. That shit is dope. But yeah. And I also had another insecurity. I just want to talk about, we just going to, this whole, this whole segment is going to be about insecurities. But I had another insecurity. And it was like this scar that's in like the middle of my head. Every time, every time somebody would see it, they would think that I had like a, a scarf on, like a, a wrap on my head to like just make sure my hair is protected and secure. Cause you know, that's what black girls do. We put scars and bonnets on our head, make sure our hair is nice and neat and put together when we wake up the next day. Or if we gotta go in, we gotta make sure our hairstyle is together and protected. But I had this scar on my head, my forehead. It was placed upon me when I was I'm 16. I got this hairstyle. I had this hairstyle done. And the hairstylist still lives in Syracuse and she still does hair. But at the time she was doing hair out of her house. It took me a long time to forgive this biatch. Because I just felt like she should have known. But in the same breath, I was young. I should have just took the hair out. I was trying to look cute. I didn't think that it was going to leave a permanent scar, but I have a scar in the middle of my forehead. And every time somebody see it, they think it's like a, a they think it's like a, a, um, just like an imprint from like me wearing like a scarf too tight. No, this is an actual fucking scar. It's a part of my body. I don't give a fuck about this shit. And then like when they first like was noticeable, people, when I go up to people, like people will look at me and then like stare at my scar when I have it like out and you can see if I don't have no bangs on my forehead or just something, just hair covering it up or just anything covering it up, they will look at it. I could tell when people looking at my scar, maybe that's my insecurity. Like they're looking at my scar, but I don't know. I'm going to tell you the story behind it though. Okay. So I got my hair done when I was 16. I had got like this wave cap put on my hair. And when you put caps on your hair, it's to protect your hair so you won't get a whole bunch of glue on it. So I had got this wave cap from this hair store that's closed now. And um, when I put it on my head, when I first seen it, I was like, okay, this looks kind of small. But when I went to the girl house to get my hair done, she was like, no, it stretches out, blah, 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 blah. So she put it on my head. Then she put like the weave and stuff on my head. Fast forward, um, I'm at my sweet 16 birthday party. I started to begin. I started to get headaches. So the girl, when she was putting the cap on my head, she she said that she was gonna cut the sides of the cap so it'd loosen up. She did a little bit, but it still didn't loosen up. The shit was still hella tight on my head. So I was at my 16, my sweet 16 birthday party that my lovely sister threw for me. She's awesome. Um, and I started getting headaches. So I'm like, you know, I'm not thinking of nothing of it. I'm like, whatever. I'm just still going to have fun. The next day after I left my party, I still was getting these fucking headaches. I'm like, oh my God, like this shit is excruciating. Like it was fucking insane. It was insane. Like it was, I can't even describe that pain. So my mom had gave me like a Tylenol. I was good. The next day I went to school. I, it was unbearable. It was un- like the headache was getting worse and worse and worse. It was unbearable. So I, my mom, you know, she's yelling at me like, you need to take that hairstyle out. I'm so like, 
you know, gung-ho, put my fist on, like, no, I'm not taking this out. Like, I paid my hard-earned teenage money to get my fucking hair done for my birthday. I want to keep this in. I don't want to waste my money, but... Not even knowing this was a life and death situation. So I was like, fuck it. I'm, I, I can get my hair done over again. I'm taking this shit off. So my mom had to literally cut this hairstyle out of my head. And in the midst of her cutting this off of my head, blood starts dripping down from the middle of my forehead. That fucking wave cap was so tight on my head that it, it was literally squeezing the skin on my head and it caused an abrasion on my head. My head was bleeding. It was literally bleeding when it took when my mother took this cap off my head. After I washed my hair and got out the shower, I'm thinking, you know, everything's cool. Like I could just clean this shit up with like some peroxide, put some like Andy ointment on this shit, throw a bandana on it, I'm gonna be all right. No, 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 no. Somehow, because that thing was like squeezing on my brain, fluid must have built up. And that shit went from me bleeding to it was like two gigantic ass lumps on my fucking head. And the worst part about this was my uncles was at my house and like they were, <laughs> I can't stand them. Like you can't have no type of flaw around my family. I promise you. As soon as they see me with them lumps on my head, it was like, God damn, you like the goddamn elephant man. I was like, oh, <laughs> my life is over. I'm never gonna be, be able to show my face in school. This is the, the pinnacle of my high school, like existence. I'm 16. I have two big gigantic lumps on my head. I don't know how to fuck. Oh my god! So my mother was like, "You know what? You need to go to the goddamn hospital because that shit is not normal." So my sister ended up taking me to the hospital. That fluid ended up going from my forehead down into my face and ended up closing my eyes. My eyes was like swollen and closed because that fluid came down. I go to the hospital and they, they diagnosed whatever, whatever was going on with me. And the person I was in the hospital taking my vitals and doing all this other shit, the doctor came in and was like, listen, if you did not take that cap off your head today, you would have fucking died. Like I would have died from a hairstyle. Do you know how fucking crazy that is? Never again. I would never listen. I went. I never ever. I was like, I promise you, I ain't never in my life going to no hood, hoodologist ass hairstylist ever again. I'm going to a professional fucking shop and get my hair done. Never again will I do that. After that, I probably went to like what person I used to do my hair. Uh, but she never put that cap on my head. No, she didn't. But I, I strictly remained, by all means, try to stay professional because that shit was scary as fuck. Like, I had to take, like, this medicine to get the fluid out of my body. And then I had to I had to miss school for, like, a week. That shit was crazy as fuck. Like, my dad was, like, shoving food under the door and shit. Like, they was treating me like a fucking... <laughs> I was, like, in the room in the dark, like, eating food and shit, like... They were sending me food. Every time I come out, cause my face was so swollen, my eyes was closed shut from the fluid um, going down from my forehead into my face. My dad was like, go back in the room, take your medicine. Like I was, they was treat, treating me like a fucking gargoyle. It was terrible. I looked like a gargoyle too, so it, it was terrible. It was, it was horrific. But yeah, I just wanted to tell y'all about my insecurities. Other than that, I love myself. I think I'm dope as fuck.
Everybody has insecurities. If you just accept them, you'll be confident and you'll just be, you know, that motherfucking dude or that bitch. Period. Period. Okay? Period. That was a long ass story. I hope y'all enjoyed my segment. This is your girl, Uka J, and this is Talk That Motherfucking Talk. Thank you for listening. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Uka J, and this is Talk That Talk. Okay, so this one, this segment is for all the fashion lovers and the Rihanna lovers. I'm not a part of the beehive. I love Beyonce. I'm not a Barb. I love me some Nikki. Um, I'm not a, a Barty fan. Well, no, I am a Barty fan. Excuse me. I'm not part of the Barty gang. I love me some Cardi B. But, honey, I am a part of the motherfucking Navy. You talking about I love me some Rihanna? I love me some Rihanna. I done seen my bitch in concert. I done got the motherfucking Fenty makeup, honey. Like, this shit be having my skin on point. It don't be clogging my skin. It's so light. It just look. It just can be flawless. Done got me some motherfucking Fenty Savage lingerie. Like, she just that bitch. First of all, the segment is mainly about um, her fashion show that she aired on Amazon Prime that I've yet to watch. And I got to get nice and cozy. Got to make sure ain't no distraction around because I'm watching it tomorrow night. And I'm going to let you know how the fuck it was. And if y'all seen it already, y'all need to let, leave a comment, leave a message so I can post it on my next podcast segment reacting to me watching it. But from the clips that I've seen, I know this shit about to be fire. She got, this is why, this is why, this, this is why this is my you know what this this these podcasts is not for the faint of heart okay i like to use foul language that's how i am i'm still a lady but i like to curse (sighs) this is she just is that bitch i'm sorry i got i'm gonna keep pausing she got every type of flavor shape just every she just giving props to every type of just every different type of walks of life of women everything she got she got the curvy girl she got the skinny girl she got the ones that skinny and cur- like every different type of motherfucking shape black white asian everything she got the whole just flavors flavors on flavors on flavors on flavors. she just dope she just dope she she got real ass women modeling in her lingerie for her fashion show that's why she fucking dope she ain't got these average ass models that they that they be having on the runway that be like a size two size three she know that the regular ass woman out here is gonna buy her lingerie and that's how this bitch is gonna keep selling money because she's reaching out to every type of every type of woman we, they don't have to go here and here to get no. This is a one-stop shop right here. Every shape, every flavor. Come get my shit. Come on, I'm about to, I'm gonna let y'all know. Every size is beautiful. Y'all sexy. Y'all dope. Y'all amazing. This is Rihanna. Just she got all. Oh, she got bitches feeling good. Got me feeling confident as fuck. She just that bitch. She just that bitch. And if, the female listeners, if y'all did not cop her lingerie, please, please go get it. 
that Rihanna rain, that Rihanna rain ain't gonna never let up. What the, I don't give a fuck. This bitch gonna start coming out with motherfucking. She needs, you know what? Because I got a dog. She need to start coming out with doggy clothes. I'm buying everything she sell. I'm buying everything she sell. I promise you. She just that bitch. She is that bitch. I can't wait to watch this show. I paid $14.99, okay, for my Amazon Prime membership. I ain't never playing for Netflix. Believe that. I'm using somebody's account. I paid for this shit because I'm about to see my bitch. I'm about to see her cut up, show her what it is. And one day I'm going to speak it to existence. My queen, Rihanna, I love you. She will be on my podcast. Like, please, Lord. I'm just going to speak it into existence. Please. I just would love to be on here. I don't even know what I'd be talking about. What I would talk about with her. I would be so nervous. I just, she is just so dope to me. But less, I'm gonna speak it to uh, ugh, excuse me. I'm gonna speak it into existence. Rihanna is going to be on my podcast with me. Yes, yes, honey. But like I said, if y'all didn't see that Rihanna Savage Fenty lingerie fashion show, it's on Amazon Prime. Go watch it, cause I'm watching it tomorrow. Well, listen, tonight, because it's, what time is it? It's 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm, wa- I'm watching it later on. Sit down, get nice and cozy, and watch my bitch work, okay? Period. Period. Okay, thank you for listening. It's your girl, Uka J, and this is Talk That Talk.